Hey everybody, welcome back to the half hour of power. I am Joe and I am here and I have someone here who hasn't been with us for a while, but he has been on a few shows. Most notably, he contacted Jesse and I one wanted to defend the undefendable and he did a really good job defending it. The man of steel. Right and on, right we on. have Brandon. Hey Brandon, how are you? I'm doing good, Joe. What do you know? Well, as most of our listeners know, I don't really know that much. <laughs> so, you've known me long enough to know that uh, I really don't know that much. You know, when it comes to the men of steel, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do uh, know a little bit about movie. So we are finally, and you and I have been trying to get together to do this for Oh my gosh, it is May right now, the very beginning of May. So we've actually been trying to do this for two months, haven't we? Yes, yes we have. Yes, we have. We're going to talk about the Batman. Yes, the new one. Yes. It came out two months ago by this recording, and we've been talking <laughs> about getting together to do this for two months, but we've, you know, we've been, we've hung in there, we've. We've had some false starts, you know, just getting trying to get our schedules to mesh. And here we are. We finally did it. That's right. Okay. So uh, as has been uh, tradition, and Jesse was always pretty good at this. He got really good at this. So let's see how you do. Let's see if you can guess the Rotten Tomato scores for The Batman. Now, you didn't cheat, did you? You didn't look it up. No, I didn't cheat. I didn't look it up. I, okay. I so here, I want you to guess. The critics, what what you think the critic score might be first, and then guess the audience score. I would say the critic score was a ninety-seven. Okay. And, uh, well, you ready to hear what it really is? What, what was it? You're really not that far off, but you are pretty far off. Oh. So, the critic score is eighty-five percent. So, I mean, that's a really good score. Uh, the critics have certified this movie as fresh. So, Oh, that's great. That's great. So what do you think the audience score is? What well, audience score exactly had to be just fresh across the board because everybody could not stop talking about the Batman, the movie. All right. So what do you think the score is? <laughs> it had to be at least 100. You think the audience gave this 100? Yes. I'll Are you win. serious? I'm dead serious. Really? Yes. All right. They came a lower score than 100. That's just blasphemy. This movie has a lower score than 100. Oh, come on. Do you on, want to have man. a second? Yeah. It's a good okay. score. It's not a bad score. Uh, okay. If you really, okay. Put, let, if let, you let, really let. do put stock in the uh, Rotten Tomato scores, it's a good score. Okay. I will say, I will say, truthfully, truthfully, I would say at least an 80. At least. Oh, my God. That low? Well, damn. Is it that high? <laughs> no, it's, it's, eight, it's 87%, actually. It's actually just above the critic score, so it's not... I don't see too many of the ones we've done where the scores are that close between the audience and the critics. Well, honestly, I'm, they're I'm usually off by like ten points up or down. Well, to me, I always uh, just the way how the hype was, and a lot of uh, people from the movie theater, 
that I've talked to some people who've seen it like more than once at the theater and you know uh, it being on uh, HBO Max on top of that myself I have watched it at least five times and wow. people have watched you know okay so so you really before. liked it how many times did you see it in the theater in the theater I saw it twice okay um I saw it once in the theater so how many you've watched it Wow, quite a few times on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll say that uh, this this is Warner Brothers, and this did come uh, to HBO Max exactly forty five days after it was released. Theatrically. It did really, really well theatrically. Oh yeah. Uh, I was just looking up these numbers here on uh, Box Office Mojo. It had an opening weekend of uh, one hundred and thirty four. That's really, really good. So. Yeah. And especially for a movie that runs for three hours two, a minute. two hours and 56 minutes without trailers. And then that depends on which theater chain you go see it at. If you go to an AMC or a Regal, it's upwards of 30 minutes of trailers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's when I said three hours. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it, it can, it can and, and I'm not exaggerating there. It, it depends on the theater chain you go to. Uh, it can run upwards of 30 minutes of trailer, just right there. And like, so you go to any one of those chains, and it's about you got to add 30 minutes to the runtime. So mm-hmm. there you. Go. So I mean, I I did like this movie. It sounds like you liked it a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, to be truthful, to be truthful about it, I I really didn't think it would be that great. I'm not gonna oh. lie. Okay, so you had low expectations of it, and when you saw it, it was like, wow, and right. sur- it surprised you then. Right? It sure did. It actually did. Okay. okay, very good. Um, I, I really liked the director, so when I saw that he was directing it, I was pretty, uh, I felt it was in really good hands. Because this guy's first movie, uh, Matt Reeves, the first movie I saw that he made, mm-hmm. I was not impressed with at all. And do you remember what that was? I don't. Cloverfield. That is. No way. Movie. Are you serious? Yeah. I think we. I think me and you watched that. Yeah. So that's the first. Hold on a minute. I'm just going down here and look at the rest of his directorial movies. Uh, uh, okay, so I actually did see something he directed before Cloverfield, and this wasn't that good either. Uh, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, he directed that. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on a second. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me, let me expand this. He did not direct that. He wrote that. I apologize. Oh, that don't make it no better. Yeah, I'm sorry. It doesn't make it better, but... But he he uh he did write that. Uh, why did oh they lump God. all that together? Okay, here we okay. So uh, his directorial debut is Future Shock. I've never seen that. Um, I did there also that direct uh, the Paul Bearer. I did not see that. Uh, neither. And then yeah, so then there was Cloverfield, and I did not like Cloverfield at all. I did not think that that was very good at all. I I felt that would have been better if it wasn't a found footage movie. So did you no, like Cloverfield? I did not like Cloverfield. I hated okay, so then, then he made 
the remake of Let the Right One In uh, called uh, Let Me In. I've heard good things about both of those, and I just have not seen those. But here's the one I really was wanting to get to was the Planet of the Apes, he, the work he did on those Planet of the Apes. Did you see those Planet of the Apes? That I did, and I loved all three of them. Oh, my gosh. The, the first one is really good, and he did not direct that. <gasps> he did not. Now, that is a really good movie. Yes. And what, yes. what is the name of the first one? Do you, do you have that? The name of the first Planet of the Apes. Is it called um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Yes, it is called The Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, so, okay, so who made that? Was that... Uh, who directed that? Um, you know, I, I, I'm I don't, trying to remember I right off the top of my head. And I don't. I, I need to. Did I not have that up. up, but yeah. So I will find that. And some my laptop right now. Okay, you you go ahead and look that up, but uh, yeah. So what? So, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Did you find that? Here it is. Here it is. So, that is... Oh, you got it. Rupert Wyatt directed that. Okay. So, Rupert Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, we're not doing a show about that. But, anyway, <laughs> it's just to say... I just wanted to name the director, right? Yeah. It's, it's okay. So, um, he... That was a good movie. Now, Rise of the Planet of the Apes started the new Planet of the Apes trilogy, and then that was followed up by Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. which I thought was fantastic and better than awesome. Rise of the Planet. And then War for the Planet of the Apes was the is the last one. That one came out in 2017. That one mm-hmm. I think was even better than Dawn and Rise, which is really rare in a trilogy for them to just get better with each movie, right? Right. It, it really Can you think is. of another one where they just get better with each movie? Mm. <laughs> uh, you can't. I can't. The only one I can think is like Star Wars, but no, uh, the classic ones, which was episode well, four. Well, see what three. I mean is uh, what I mean is Star Wars is good. Empire cool. is better. Yeah. But Empire Jedi is, is better. not better than Empire. It is not. That's the only thing so, I can think of. Yeah, but I mean, in the middle. Yeah, well, with the Planet of the Apes, it's like Rise is good, Dawn is better, and then War is better than Dawn. That is that is true. So I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe that would be worth us doing that trilogy. Uh, I'm definitely on board no, for I've, that. I've not done a show on that. I mean, Jesse and I had talked about doing that. We never got to it. Oh, so dude, I, I would know. definitely do a show. I don't on know. Just because we could do that. Let's do that. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, um, so I knew the movie was in good hands because of those Planet of the Apes movies. And then you had the whole casting thing come out, which I don't know what it is with Batman movies, but it seems to always happen with one role or another in every live action iteration of Batman. There seems to be somebody that everybody is like, no, no. And uh, this time it was Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And having been through the whole, having been, you know, being able to remember when people were upset with Michael Keaton, you know, growing up in that period where everybody was like, oh, Michael Keaton, Mr. Mom can't be Batman. And then he proved them all wrong. And then 
I think the next big one was Heath Ledger when they were all like, oh, Heath Ledger can't be the... And then he proved them all wrong. Yeah, and then I Ben think Affleck. You talked about that. Yeah. When you talked about that one. Yes, we did. Yes. And then, you know, Ben Affleck gets cast. I'm like, oh, no, it, he can't. And then he he proved them all wrong. He was a really good Batman. Just didn't have mm-hmm. an awesome Batman movie. Um, True. But uh, here you have Robert Pattinson. I'm like, I don't really care. I think he'll probably end up doing fine. Uh, the only one I was really worried about was Colin Farrell because the last superhero movie I saw him in was that Daredevil, and he was terrible in it. Yeah, he was Bullseye. What is and really, he was Cotney, fantastic. Yeah, he was Bullseye in that, yes. And he's fantastic in this <laughs> Batman movie as the Penguin. He is. He, he is, really is. Like, you, if you didn't tell me that was Colin Farrell, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, and I've heard that from a lot of people. Um, you, you have, I mean, this has a great supporting cast. You have Andy Serkis as, um, oh my God, <laughs> Alfred. Alfred, yep. Yeah, you Smeagol. have Andy Serkis as Alfred. I can't believe that. I, his, yeah, uh, John Turturro is in it. It's really nice to see John Turturro play this, the dark and menacing uh, character that um, he oh, can oh, do man. instead of these goofy idiots that he was doing in Terminator and the uh, not Terminator, I'm sorry, Transformers. That's yeah, the other yeah. bad that's the the Terminator's the other bad robot franchise now, but you know, the the king oh, daddy yeah. of all bad robot franchises, the Transformers. Definitely. I mean Paul Dano is uh he's fantastic as the Riddler. Um, oh yes. Zoe Kravitz is she's really good as Catwoman. I mean, I, I suppose she was fantastic also, but I was just trying to use a different term because everybody's fantastic. I mean, yeah. the, the casting well, is looks like Well, it looks like Jeffrey Wright. Like, people didn't... I heard people talking about him being Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> and, you know, he he played his part. He played a good, you know, you know Gordon to me. You know, yeah, he was good. He was he was a really good Commissioner Gordon. He know, did a really yeah. good job. Um, so you got you got a great cast now. I, I don't know if at this point we really need to go into the plot that much, do we? Mm, this far no, into no. Uh, the release right now, but just basic. Let me read a basic plot. Okay. Uh, for uh, some weirdos who haven't seen it yet. I don't know how, but... When the Riddler, a sadistic serial killer, begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. Yeah, that's what it's about. Is that a good... uh, Because sometimes you read some of these synopsis and they're not right at all. They're just really Uh, weird. No, that's actually a good synopsis of it, seriously. Yeah, so, I mean, you can... You can uh, you watch this movie. And you uh, you can obviously tell what inspired this version of the Riddler. Yep. Right. Yeah. You want to tell uh, everyone because they already know, but so you want to tell them. Well, anyway. you know, from Batman Hush. I mean, that's basically what, you know a lot of people. Well, sure that it, too. But uh, you also have um, uh, the Zodiac Killer. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. They played that part really good too. Oh yeah, I mean it's I I, really good. Some of the some of the things I was reading about this movie kind of got me uh, a little more excited to see it. 
And I'm not sure that I actually saw them. So I'm, I'm definitely going to have to see this again. I'll definitely well, watch it. I'll say and this, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I've, I would tell some people. Okay. So you got Tim Burton, who did Batman. The first two Batman. The Batman, not the Batman, but Batman and <laughs> Batman Returns. And then you had Christopher Nolan, who made the Dark Knight trilogy. So Christopher Nolan's was like, What's it, what would it be like if it was real? What, what if it really happened? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Tim Burton, you know, he was gothic. He was uh, noir. He was a uh, German expressionist with everything he was doing. It kind of fantastical. Yeah. And yeah. I always thought if you could find somebody that could make a Batman movie that would combine what Tim Burton did and what Christopher Nolan did, you would just about have the perfect Batman movie. Because I don't think an ultra-realistic Batman movie is... It can be good, but that's not quite the Batman for me. Right. And I don't think that's quite the Batman. Of the time. No, I, having said that, I did like all the uh, Nolan movies. Now, this one, I was reading that this one sort of combined both of those elements. And uh, what do you think? Do you think this pulled that off? Yes, I really do. I think so, too. I think, I think it did it, but uh, I was... Uh, I guess I wanted just a little bit more of it. So that's a really yeah, small yeah. criticism, isn't it? I mean, it's not really, it didn't make me not enjoy the movie. No, it, it, it intrigued me a lot more. Just because, like you said, the Christopher Nolan had the realism, you know, and, you know, the darkness. It wasn't so much darkness in the Christopher Nolan, but you get the more dark Gotham with the, you know, 89 Batman and Batman Returns. And yeah. Oh, combining yeah. those together, yeah. this, this sets the tone for that. You know, it wasn't too bright Gotham. It was still kind of leery and dark and during the daytime. And then when it hits the night part, you can see, you can feel it, you know? And that's what I love about this movie. Yeah. Now, uh, the opening scene I thought was just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Where uh, you reveal the Riddler. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the guy is standing there, and then he moves, and then there's, like, the Riddler and the glint in his glasses. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, you just watched <laughs> it, so you better remember. <laughs> I thought that was very, very uh, well-blocked scene, well-shot. A lot of stuff in here in this movie like that. Um, the other reveal that I thought was just top-notch and one of the best reveals was when they really revealed the batmobile because this is like what halfway through the movie before you even see the yeah, batmobile because yeah. the only thing you've seen batman was on a motorcycle yeah he's riding this little motorcycle around and uh sometimes i was looking for the sidecar to see where robin was going to ride <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't do that but you know uh, the the reveal of the batmobile was fantastic in this movie now oh, yeah. i haven't said this yet on this show, mm-hmm. uh, on this show we're doing right now, but Jesse and I have talked about this quite a bit. I don't care about comic book movies anymore. Mm. <laughs> so if they never made this Batman movie, I wouldn't have missed it. Uh, I mean, of course, I watched this, so that's not to say I won't watch a few comic book movies, but whenever I see a new comic book movie coming out, I'm just like ho-hum and I yawn. Because they're all the same to me. They're the same thing. 
They are. Over and over. There's nothing new and nothing different. Now, we did do a Spider-Man show. We couldn't get you. But that one was different. That one was new. That one did something I never thought they'd ever do in a movie, especially that big like that. Now, this one, I'm not so sure if they did much different. And what I'm getting at is, and this still is not to say that this is a bad movie. It's, it's still a good movie. But I just think I wanted a little bit more from it. Because if you look at it, if you look at his suit, what's the first thing you think of? The first thing I think of is 89 Batman. And I think about the Ben Affleck Batman suit. You think about the Ben Affleck Batman suit? Mm-hmm. Really? That's what it looks like to me. Because, I mean... Well, the first thing I looked at, first thing I thought about was uh, kind of resembles uh, the Dark Knight suit. Um, and, yeah, I've talked to a few people, and they thought the same. I mean, it kind of looks like it just kind of reminds you of the Dark Knight suit, you know, Christian Bale's suit in the Dark Knight. Really? Yeah, because it's all black, and Ben Affleck's suit was not all black. Oh, true. It was gray and black. Yeah, Ben Affleck's suit, his, his is the only one that's had the gray suit. I mean, it had the black emblem, just the that's solid true. black emblem like Batman had when he first, uh, you know, appeared. But he had a like a dark gray suit and a solid black emblem, so that kind of looks like they're going for. But it does, I mean, just be, so, I mean... Part part of me is a little disappointed in this movie because it's like this is the Dark Knight four. Really? If that well, makes sense. Well, you know what I mean? It's like suit, it's well, not. I mean, but... it's, and what I mean is, it's not for me. It's not divorced enough from uh, the Nolan stuff. Mm. But now again, I don't know about that one. Again, that doesn't mean that's not a bad thing necessarily, right? Okay. Yeah, I see that. That, does, but, that doesn't uh, that doesn't lessen any of my uh, enjoyment of the movie. It's no, just it was... kind of like, well, and what I mean is, there's not much different done with the movie. Honestly, it's just a well done Batman movie. There's just not much, and and I don't know, and I don't know if with Batman, do, do you need to deviate enough? You know what I mean? Do you do you really need to do that, or should you just stick with the, you know, the the winning good Batman formula? You, well, you know what I mean? Well, the thing is, what I see in this Batman movie that they did different in this movie from other previous Batman movies. Now, sometimes you get the Batman movie, you get a single villain, right? And, yeah. you know, that's what makes it good. It's, you only need one villain. You don't have to have all of them at once, okay? And that's what some of those, like uh, Batman Forever, that was just too much going on. That could have been, like, two different Batman movies. But in here, they focused on the Riddler, but the Penguin was still in the movie, you know, and it wasn't that yeah. much focus on the Penguin. I mean, he had his little shine, but then that was it, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's what I liked I, about this movie. Also. I, I I agree with that. I think the villain balance in this movie, because you had Catwoman, you had the Penguin, and then you had uh, the mob boss. Yep, Falco. Which uh, I thought they did a really good balance on this. Yeah. With the, I I agree with you about that. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, they no got one. the they got the penguin set up that he could come in a future movie and be the main villain. That's, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. now the other thing that I have to say. I think this movie was about thirty minutes too long. <laughs> I do. It was not, it was not a long movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean the it, the, the these comic book movies now are getting to be just too long. Um, I'm well, sitting there watching, know, and, and I'm that. like, I could cut, you could cut this, you could cut that, and then, having said that, I, I think the running time. I think the running time of this movie is about ten minutes longer than really? the Dark Knight Rises. I think. Uh, so I mean, I guess that could have been t- uh, thirty minutes shorter too. I think that. I think the Dark Knight Rises could have been thirty minutes shorter too. Honestly, well, I mean, Dark Knight Rises, not, I don't really like that much. So. I'm looking up the running time of the Dark Knight Rises right now. So yeah, two hours and forty four minutes. So the Dark Knight Rises <laughs> run. So yeah, there you go. That there you go. So that's that's thirty minutes too long. Also, I thought that about that. Now, uh, so I mean that's. And there's some scenes of like you could cut that, you could cut this, you could trim them staring a little bit, you could trim that. But again, that I mean the dark night was two hours and thirty two minutes. Yeah. Somehow I think the running time of the dark night is like perfect. It seems to be the perfect running time. Yeah, that's but you know, just because just because I thought some of that could have been trimmed up a little bit, I, I still think the movie is good. I, you know, some of that stuff that I thought you could cut out. Like, there's a nice moment with Alfred. Yeah. You remember that? I mean, you just yeah. saw that where, where they're yeah. talking. <laughs> um, He's like basically it is, down to him. Yeah, you know? and and I'm like, that's really nice, a nice moment in the movie. But you could cut that out for the theatrical release, and I wouldn't miss it. And neither would anyone else. Oh, uh, what do you? Uh, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. Um. So one thing is kind of like tickled my feathers a little bit. So you had Alfred there, as we all know that you know he's the butler. Then you had oh, I forgot her name, the lady that was also there living in Wayne Manor. Oh, Aunt Harriet. Is it Aunt Harriet? Who that was? No. So you remember Aunt Harriet, right? <laughs> I do remember Aunt Harriet for the sixty Batman, but that's what. <laughs> That's why I was sitting there like, wait, like, is she supposed to be like the representation of her? Because I was like, where the heck does lady come from? <laughs> I, I don't know. But Was I know that... they took, I know they took this from the year two Batman comic. That's yeah. what I heard. So yeah, you know, you know, I, but. And I'm not gonna lie, like I said, I didn't want to watch it at first. I didn't want to see it at first. I call I called it the Twilight Batman because oh, you were playing it. Were you on you were you on the Robert Pattinson bandwagon? Back in the day, yeah. But anyway, you know, you were know, you where you were on it? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. You and I are hey, you and I are close to the same age. You don't remember the Michael Keaton stuff? Yeah, I remember my kid and stuff. I was a kid. You remember when everybody? Yeah, me too. I was a kid. We're yeah. also the same age. You don't remember all that? It's Mr. Mom is going to be Batman. No. Yes, and I love Mr. Mom. At that, you know, I love that movie. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love Mr. Mom, too. And you know what? If if you get, if you Hollywood uh, ding-dongs uh, are listening, uh, don't you dare remake Mr. Mom. You leave it alone. It's perfect. Perfect where it is. Is in the right it time is. period. Don't touch it. it. Now, now, now okay, that we so said it, watch, we're going to see a trailer this, for it now. I talked to a couple of different people with the rock. about this aspect of this movie, and uh, we talked about a little bit, and that is the detective aspect. So this is a yes. detective movie. Now, I, well, this one fellow I talked to quite at length about it was he wanted to like it, but he didn't like it as much. And I said, well, did you like this Batman movie and that Batman movie? He's like, yeah, I like those. Well, why didn't you like this one? There wasn't enough action in it. I, like, how did anyone oh. say that? I'm like, okay. So you you were not impressed with the detective work in this movie, were you? He goes, no, now that you put it that way, no. I just wanted to see the action. Like, okay. So then another fellow I talked to, he said something totally different. He really liked the detective aspect of it. Um, And I think that might be my problem with it is with the running time is a little bit too much of the detective stuff. Mm. Now, I like it there. And I maintain that every Batman movie has detective stuff in it. Every single one. Uh, really? Yes. Prove me wrong. Sure. <laughs> yeah, pro- yeah, yeah. 100% prove me wrong. Okay. So Okay, you want to go you want to go to the Dark Knight? Sure we can. I mean, he used a, you know, he had that uh what do you call that? That phone that made him uh, see everything so i, I mean uh, i guess but still i wasn't gonna use go on i wasn't gonna use, I wasn't gonna use okay go dark Knight. dark Knight which is, one i can't i cannot touch dark Knight. dark Knight is my this is one of my awesome movies that i love so much well he does detective so kind of oh, yes but... he does <laughs> okay he does <laughs> now, now just because he doesn't do as much they don't show it and they don't show as much detective work in it well, as they do in this one it doesn't mean he doesn't do it well i mean that's the thing and that's what i think that's why i look about this batman movie more because it shows the detective work you know yeah when, and that see that's a tough the, balance i think with a movie like this is because you want you want to see that because he's called the dark knight detective a lot but yeah. you also want to see him fighting which i think they had some pretty good action sequences in this movie of course, but the thing is, Batman, he was based off of being a detective. That's what he was based off of. That's why it's called Detective Comics, because that's yep. what he was doing, you know? So the thing is, with, with the Batman that I I grew up with was, you know, the animated Batman, the 60 Batman, the 89 Batman. You know, yeah. when you watch even the animation, he does a lot of detective work, even though there's some action in it, because it's a good Yeah, he balance. does. But he does, but there's not a lot. It's that's a well, freaking well, 20, well, that's like a 20 minute movie. show. What well, is like in the movie? Like, okay, yeah, so 89 Batman, you really didn't do too much detective work. What's that? And then in the 89 Batman, he didn't do too much detective work in 89 Batman, but he did detective work in it somewhat. What <laughs> you mean, somewhat? He had to go out and buy all of those, uh cosmetic products and figure out 
which ones reacted to which because you know you couldn't just use shampoo yeah you couldn't just use he he had to figure out which one reacted to which and which triggered uh the smilex because you couldn't just use shampoo if you just used the, the tainted shampoo it didn't do nothing but if you used like shampoo and lipstick it triggered it he had to do detective work to figure that out but that was small that was kind of that's minute. Now, my point is that there has been detective work. That is detective okay, work. Okay, okay, okay. I, I give you and, that. And they didn't show him doing all that because well, I don't know how long it took him to figure that out. I mean... Because in that movie, it was just him and Alfred. He didn't, he, it was just him and Alfred. He didn't have Anne Harriet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't, he didn't have Lucius Fox with him in that one. It was just him and Alfred. Well, he had the back computer. Yeah. Yes, he he had the yeah. back computer. So what? Yeah. So, I mean, that was a that was a nineteen eighty nine computer. I mean, well, the sixty computer was doing great back then. It did a lot of detective work too. <laughs> That's right. They did. A, they did do a lot of detective work in the sixty six show. They did. So I mean, it's just it's there. It's just not. Some people want more of it, more of the detective work, which is fine. I mean, if you want that and then this is the Batman movie for you. It's got it in there. I think it's good. I think the balance is a little bit uneven, but I think, I think overall it works. Uh, so you, if you say if the runtime was cut down a little bit, and it was just a little bit, you know, even across the board, what do you think it would have done? Do you think it would still be doing well as it is now, or what do you think? Oh yeah, I I think it uh, I think it, it's done really really well at the box office, especially for a movie that's three hours long. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a good movie. It's a good solid movie all the way around. I mean, I think the take on the Riddler is uh, different enough. Uh, Jim Carrey didn't really like it that much, the Riddler, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh well. The take yeah. on the Riddler is different enough. Uh, the uh, I mean, Catwoman is Catwoman. She's not much different. No, I don't think Catwoman and, ever is going to change. Well, Catman, and, and that's really nice because you always expect Catwoman to be that way. I mean, the Riddler, he does riddles. Um, he his did some good as riddles, I ain't going to lie. Yeah, he did. I mean, his suit's a little different. Um, it uh, it had a nice feel to it. The Penguin, you know, is nice. He's he's good. It's a dirty movie. It's a, it's a sleazy, you know, there's a lot of sleaziness in it. The Batman yeah. is trying to... But I do know this. Matt Reeves hates Gotham City just like Christopher Nolan hates Gotham City. Really? Yeah, because in all three of Nolan's Batman movies, he's trying to destroy the city, and then in this one Batman movie, <laughs> the, the city is all, you know, it's, it's already all corrupt, and Batman is just figuring out the corruption, and he just... He just he figures it out, but a little too late, so the Riddler gets to kill a bunch of people with his little minions, which I think that's a really cool scene where they're they're stuck there. The only thing was I was waiting for Nicolas Cage to stand up and start yelling. Oh, that's the wrong one. That was Snake Eyes. I'm sorry. Okay, it's like, I don't think that was the right one. Uh, Snake Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, Cage. Uh, oh, uh, overall, it's a pretty solid movie. It's just for me, this comes at a time when I'm like, ho-hum about it. You know, I'm like, man, I should have liked this a little more, I think. But I, I don't know. I'm just kind of, 
I'm burned down on superhero movies overall. And one of the reasons well, I like well, the, the Spider-Man uh, so much was it was so different. And it gave me something so different. But I've been trying to figure else. out if this Batman did something so different, would I like it more or would I like it less? Would I be upset because I'm like, that's not Batman. You know what I'm saying? And so that's I don't what know. I really say. Maybe this Batman... movie is just fine, right? Maybe it's just well, fine the way well, it is, this Batman. Well, see, this Batman is like, like you said, like Superman. When you see Batman, the first thing you think of is, oh, what kind of cool gadgets he's got, what the Batmobile is going to look like, you know, which villain is it and who's playing the villain. You know, that that's what people look for when it comes to Batman. And, you know, because, I mean, you look, what was it, Batman and Robin? Yeah. Oh, Chris O'Donnell, George Clooney, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I forgot the actress's name. That's right. Wow. Uma Thurman? Uma Thurman, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, that was like a literally like, oh, it was just full of stars, you know, and like, okay. And it was mostly, it was basically the 60s Batman. Just yeah, it was a, it a was a, it. I've kind of thought about that movie as a, a update, a, movie version of the 66 show yes i think if you go back and you watch batman and robin and you're looking for a sequel to batman returns or even batman forever you're going to be really disappointed in it but if you watch batman and robin and go oh okay this is a movie version of the 66 batman show i think you'll like yeah Yeah, so that's the category i put it in honestly yeah i i I've only seen that movie twice. Uh, you only seen it twice? The, yeah, I saw it once when it came out, and I was so disgusted by it because I, the Batman Forever was like it was pretty good, but I thought it was pretty good, but it wasn't. I didn't like it as much as the other two, and I thought mm. if they just keep it like that, they might be okay. But they didn't keep it like that. They went overboard. Of so then the second time I watched it, I. A number, number of years later, I finally was like, you know what? This is just a movie version of the 66 show. And if I had thought that before, then I would have liked it. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're talking about different Batman movies now. So um, you had told me you were checking out a live stream that mm-hmm. Mark and I, Mark from the uh, Toys of the Time Gone By, we've been trying out live streams. We've been doing those every Monday evening. And, yeah. uh, the and I like Mark's show too. Just to put that out there to plug it in there. Oh, he has a great show too. Check out like the Mark with Toys of Time Gone By. Uh, we've oh, been yeah. trying to do one a live stream every Monday uh, around 10 p.m. somewhere around there. And the uh, last one we did was Mark sent this to me, and this was his idea to do it. I said, Yeah, we can do that. It was a list of Batman movies, and what are the. Where's your favorite? Uh, so what what did you think about that? Because Mark and I kicked out. We did not count Batman v Superman because it's not just a Batman movie. It's it's actually Man of Steel too. So yeah, that that I was like, <laughs> and it's better than Man of Steel. Okay. It's, not, it's not. I don't care what yeah, you say. It's better. <laughs> Way better. And we kicked out, also kicked out the Justice League because we didn't think that should be there either. It's not really a straight-up Batman movie. And we kicked out, what was the other one? We kicked out the animated one. 
even though The Mask of the Phantasm is a fantastic Batman movie, it's animated, and we were just wanting to do the live action. Was there uh, one more we kicked out? Lego Batman. Lego that was Batman, awesome. Yeah. Lego Batman, we kicked Lego that Batman. out, too. Even though that's also a fantastic movie, it's for us, it wasn't yeah. live. So, uh, all of Batman's well, what did you, what did you think about that list? So the first one, I think the number one on that list was... It was Batman Begins, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, what'd you oh. think about what'd you think about that list? I can't remember the exact order. I know I know I know Batman was it Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight, that was pretty up at the top. It was, was pretty far top? down. It was at the bottom. It was far down on the list. Yeah. I remember that one being at the bottom and I know Batman and Robin was at the bottom. Yeah, those those one Batman Forever I think was there. I want to say Dark Knight was like in third. So yeah, Dark Knight was pretty close to the top. Uh, I think the Batman was in the middle somewhere in the the middle and the top half of the. Wasn't that the eighties Batman right? Eighty nine Batman right? Yeah, that was up there too. Okay. That was pretty close to the top. I, I wonder if I could find that. Article again, real quick. Here I go, not being prepared. <laughs> That's the best part, not being prepared. You know, that is. Well, you know what? There, there's a something here called uh, history. <laughs> <laughs> we can find that. There, 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 there it is. Every Batman movie ranked was the article we were looking at. Okay. okay, so Batman V yeah, that we kicked that one out. Batman and Robin was the last one on the list. Batman Forever then next. We kicked that one out, then we kicked that one out. Dark Knight Rises is yeah, the bottom, and then Batman the movie sixty six is there. Yeah, uh, Batman eighty nine is not where it should be on the list. It's in the middle. And then the Bat is not better than Batman eighty nine. So that's not where it should be for me either. At least for me. So when I'm saying this, this is for me. Um, uh, yeah. So what about for you? So let's so, just uh, do. Let's do the top three. How about that? Top three for you. Top three for me. Uh, is that including the new Batman too? Yeah, just all the the live action Batman movies. So not Mask of the Phantasm, not Lego Batman, not Justice League, not you know, and so on and so forth. Okay, so my top three is 89 Batman, Dark Knight, and The Batman. That's my top three. Okay, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, because their, their number one was Batman Begins. And their number two was Batman Returns, which kind of surprised me. That's kind of backwards. Be, yeah, be, well, because I tend to think Batman Begins is better than The Dark Knight. Really? I do, yeah. And, and I think because, for me, because that Batman movie had way more to prove than The Dark Knight. Yeah. This, I, I, this, is I, the, yeah. this is the next Batman movie after Batman and Robin. It had a lot to get rid of. It had a lot to... Uh, it had a lot to get rid of, but it also had a lot to live up to. And I think the and, or and it really is the first live action origin Batman movie, which I think they did a superb job of it. Plus, I right, think Christian right. Bale's voice is better in Batman Begins. For some reason, they mess with his voice in post for The Dark Knight, which didn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I don't understand why they did that. That is not 
from what I found, the research I did on why he did his voice that way, that is not how he did his voice. They did that to his voice in Poe. Because if you if you watch Batman Begins, he's disguising his voice a little bit, but it doesn't sound as bad as it does in The Dark Knight. Like and I and I suppose if I suppose if the worst thing about The Dark Knight is they messed up his voice, then I mean, <laughs> that's a near perfect movie, right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so uh, mine uh, mine would be uh, eighty nine Batman Batman Returns, and that's another thing I haven't I haven't figured out yet. Do I like Batman Returns better than 89? Or do I? I don't know. I haven't figured that out. So maybe those are a tie for me. Uh, hmm. But here's one thing I do know. I have decided that the best looking Batman movie for me is Batman Returns. Okay. Okay. That design is gorgeous. The costuming, the way it was shot, the way everything looked in it is just fantastic. Um, oh, what about you? Uh, what's, your, what's your favorite one? What's your favorite look? Which one do you think looks the best? Looks the best? I will literally have to say Batman Returns myself, too. Okay. Because um, um, I wanted I wanted to say Batman Forever, but I, I still can't get over the nipple suit. Yeah, um, you, you know what? And the set design on Batman Forever is really good. Yeah. I, even, I, I like I the think. Batmobile in Batman Forever. Yeah. You know the Batmobile. I think that yeah, that Batmobile does look does it's not a bad car. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. So, what do you got to say to anybody who hasn't seen this new Batman? For anybody who have not seen this this new Batman, if you like detective films and mystery type films, but you want a little bit of like a little flair, a little you know, I would say Normandy, but um, that's a different look. This would be the movie that you might want to sit there and watch. I mean, there's a little bit of mystery, a little bit of a little bit of romance in it, but it actually puts in work and actually make you think on well, why is this going on and who is this and who is that, you know? Um, and and you don't see the Batmobile a lot like I really wanted to, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel your pain. That was a really cool Batmobile. Yeah, it um, sure was, man. Yeah, so uh the same for me. Uh it it is worth watching. Uh this I don't really know where this will end up on my list of favorite films of the year. Mm-hmm. Maybe in my top five, I don't know. I I tend to have a hard time making the list because there's just not a lot that I would put on my top list anymore. <laughs> I mean I mean it has to be somewhere in at least top 10, top 5, if you're to make a list. Because it is a yeah. great, good movie. It does have a good balance to it. Not, like, to your liking, but it still has a good balance to it. Yeah, it's... And I will say this, and this is just a fact. It's better than Man of Steel. Oh, my God. No, it is not. <laughs> I love that movie. Don't get me wrong. I love that movie. Now you're, you're joking, right? You are kidding me, right? No. Are you no, serious, no. right? You think this is we're we're not going you think, through this again. Are you kidding me? You think, <laughs> no, you think Man of Steel is is better than this? Yes. Are you seriously are you serious? Or are you just saying that just to get me going? No, I, you, you know me and a man of steel. Come on. We've been doing this for I don't know how long. And I still 
We've been doing this since 2013. We've been going back and forth on the Man of Steel. But no, on uh, seriously, 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 seriously. Batman is a great movie. I love it. I love how it is. Hey, Brandon. You hmm? you can say it. You can say the Batman is... Go on. The the Batman Batman Batman. is... (laughs) Better Better than Man of Steel. It's it's almost almost good as Man of Steel. Oh, you know what? Jesse would love to hear you say that the Batman <laughs> Steel. <laughs> he would love it. It's a great movie, man. Hey, you know what? I gotta give it to you. You you love Man of Steel and you sticking by that movie. Yeah. I gotta give it to you, man. I respect that. Now I respect- do I do I like Beat uh, Batman versus Superman, mm, not so much. Hey, you can you can <laughs> say that. You can say, uh, Joe, Batman v Superman is Batman v Superman is trash to me. Better than Man of Steel. Not better than Man of Steel. <laughs> now, see, you know what? Now that we're now that we're right there. You didn't expect much from the Batman, and I didn't expect much from Batman v Superman, which I think, and I expected a little more from Man of Steel, which I think is why I tolerated Batman v Superman more than a lot of people. Mm. But I will say this about Batman v Superman. It's got a pretty robust running time, but the extended cut is what should have been the theatrical cut. Because they cut out actual story elements that actually made the movie make more sense and flowed a little better. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's when you say that it's the Batman v Superman and the Justice League. If they would have kept the original, you know, script and movie length and time, I think that would have been fantastic across the board instead of going through three different types. You had the three extra three I can't even talk. The theater version, then you had the director's version, then you had the extended director's version. And I'm like, well well damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and then that, that was another bad thing was in some ways uh the fans were expecting them to copy uh, what Marvel was doing. And when they weren't, it was confusing. Yes. But there was a plan for that whole thing. You couldn't tell it by watching Man of Steel because it was so bad. But But there was a plan. No, no, and a a better example is in the way that there was no plan for the Disney Star Wars movies, they've admitted that finally. There was no plan. They just made movies. They had no plan. There was a plan. What you know, whether you agree with the way it was executed or not, with the Man of Steel up through the Justice League, there was a plan. There was a plan. Whether you liked it or not is that's a whole different debate. But you know, it's a whole different (laughs) discussion. But there, they, he actually did have a plan for all of that. Well, the thing is, the only that grinds my gears with the DC universe, uh, movie universe, is how the continuity don't match up to anything that people that are big fans of DC comics, you yeah. know, doesn't match up. And, well, how about and, this? You know, you're talking about the the comic. So the next, the the Flash movie. Yes. Right. Yeah. 
that one, um, they're bringing back Michael Keaton as Batman. I think that's awesome. And that. And they're bringing back, and Ben Affleck is going to be in it as Batman also. And they're oh, going so the to, the room, yeah, the last I saw, he's doing it. And there, there's this other rumor about how um, they're going to have footage of Adam West in it and Christopher Reeve in it. And that, to me, especially oh, if they cool. do it right, yeah, oh yeah, um, that to me is exciting. It's different. It's something I thought they would never, ever do. So the next comic book movie that I'm excited to see is that Flash movie. Uh, as, as I guess as long as uh, Ezra Miller can keep from assaulting people in Hawaii and stay out of jail, he might be, be able to attend the premiere. So, there you go. Okay. Are you still there, Brandon? Yeah, you're in shock. Yeah. Are you're in shock? Yeah, I know. No, I know no. you're in shock. Oh, I, I kind of am. But this I know. Really now, if you go, if you go back and look at uh, the first live stream Mark and I did for the half hour of power, that's mm-hmm. what we were talking about was the Flash and the possibility of uh, Christopher Reeve being in. That would be. I mean, if Christopher Reeve. Will show up in that. Them doing, you know, the whole CGI digital thing. That will be like. Well, it, it seems zone. like from what they say, and I, and this is all rumor, all right. This is not. This is just oh, rumor. It's it's, it's, yeah, it seems like it would be. You know, the Flash is running, and he's looking in other timelines, and he, you know, maybe sees Christopher Reeve's Superman fighting Zod, and maybe that's it, and maybe that's enough. Maybe that's all they need, you know, and maybe he's flying, and he sees uh Adam West running around with a bomb over his head. <laughs> I know you saw that one. Stop it. Don't act like you didn't see that. Everybody saw that. That was a fantastic movie. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like you know, you know how great that would be if the scene you see is him running around with a bomb over his head. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Oh my, that would be great. Of course, it still would also be great if it was just uh, him and Robin uh, in the Batmobile racing to police headquarters. That would be cool, too. I mean, really, any, any of that would. But maybe the bomb might be a little too much, even though real fans would love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, was a cosplayer. it was a cosplayer in the Comic-Con. He was like that. He was running around with the bat bomb over his head. Oh, wow. Yeah. But um, one thing I wanted to say was um, <sighs> DC. <I know. laughs> DC. You know, if y'all listening, okay, um, just stop being a try hard. You know, just just listen to the fans. You know, we kind of know what we're talking about. But the reason why I'm saying that because. Them doing the Joker, which was a standalone movie, which was which was pretty awesome. I love the Joker, and then now this Batman movie that's out. It don't tie into any other Batman's. It's just on its own standalone. So, please, whatever you do, don't try to merge that Batman into the Flash. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I, I don't know if they will do. That. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's still just all up in the air. Uh, but uh, yeah. So hey, Brandon. 
I appreciate you being on. This has been awesome, man. It's been too long since you've been on a show. Too I know. Long. I know. And I need to get back and doing it a lot more with you. I love doing shows with you because we are awesome when we start talking and you won't let Superman, you know, man still go. But, you know, I'm just saying. Did you I say it was a bad movie finally? No, I did not. It's, you know what? I'm not going to do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, anybody who doesn't know, uh, I did recently repost Defending Man of Steel, where Brandon was on. That wasn't your debut show, though. You've been on a few shows before that. So, it's yeah. called Defending Man of Steel. You can you can listen to Brandon defend Man of Steel with all the uh, gusto and fanaticism that he could muster and he did a good job he did he did so thank you uh thank you for that thanks for being on again and i think that's going to be we're just going to leave that right there all right we'll talk to you all next time later guys